When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Cormac Moore. Still to come a little bit later on on the show at around 11 o'clock. How would you like to be able to control your dreams? Have you ever had that, you know, feeling where you uh, where you wake up from one of the best dreams of your life and somebody annoys you and wakes you up and ruins it and then you go back to sleep and you just can't get back into the dream you were in. It's the most frustrating experience in the world. Um, what if you could kind of control that and better be able to manage and engineer your dreams? There's lads over in MIT, that fancy university over in America, who are actually trying to engineer your sleep. So I'm going to be talking to him and you'll be hearing from him just after 11 o'clock this evening. But in more juvenile and really lowbrow humour in the gutter. I still have that box of edible chocolate anuses in my hand right now. If you would like to win them, because it is Valentine's Day and chocolates go well with Valentine's Day and so do arseholes by a lot of your texts. And I just want to know if you've ever been broken up with um, in, in a horrible way. What's the worst breakup story that you have or that you know of, of a friend? Or have you even maybe uh, done it yourself? Have you been that person that has broken up with someone in an incredibly harsh way? Uh, 53104 for 20 cent. Uh, give us your text. Also, uh, Sharina's out on the phones as well. 6797-FM104. I uh, would love to get you on. Come on, you're in, in with the chance to win those edible chocolate anuses. And speaking of those, I tracked down and found the inventor and the creator of these beautiful chocolates in my hands. Uh, Magnus Irving, uh, you're very welcome to the show. Uh, how's it going? You well? Uh, I'm very well, thank you. Very well. Um, as I said, I have in my hand a box of your, I want to say like premium milk chocolates. They're very, very beautifully produced um, and nicely packaged up products. And I, I only wanted to do this when I had a box of these chocolates in my hand. But the first question I want to ask you is, why did you decide to get into the business of making <coughs> chocolate anuses? Um, well, I didn't really decide to do that. It, 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 it wasn't even in my thoughts. I made the chocolate because, well, I'm an artist to start with, and um, I, I had an exhibition, and in the exhibition, amongst other things, I, I made some sculptures right. with um, food stuff, um, edible sculptures. And it, it just had occurred to me as a matter of uh, part of that thought process that... A mould of an anus made of chocolate, there was some sort of nice poetic link going on there. And um, that's how it came about. It was only, it only developed into a business um, sometime later. Where, where were you when you got that idea? Well, I live in London. I'm in East London. I've got a studio. And um, at that time, I was in a studio in Dalston. Mm. Uh, and, you know, because one's working most of the time, 
you just get thought patterns develop and sometimes they go off at an angle and I suppose you could say this was a funny angle. <laughs> definitely, definitely a funny angle. So you, you had the um, idea of obviously doing the chocolate mould of, of an anus. How did it go then from idea to reality? Well, I mean, I, I know about casting techniques but it had never occurred to me that it might be difficult. I, I don't think about things very carefully, I just do them. <laughs> And so I tried to do my own. I oh, tried to okay. make a mold, mold of my own, and it was an absolute disaster. <laughs> because, because, you know, if you can imagine it, you've got to, you have to pour the the mold making material. <laughs> you have to pour it in, and I'd always imagine one's anus lived in a sort of a. You you know a hole, but it doesn't. It lives in a valley, and as soon as you pour stuff in, it rolls out again. <laughs> this so, yeah, it does. So I, you have to do it to find this out. <laughs> it's a trial and error, isn't it? It's how how all great inv- inventions and discoveries are made. So obviously, yeah. you weren't. Were you the first time you did this? Were you pouring chocolate on yourself, or trying to make a mold for a a cast, for want of a better word? Well, I was making a cast. Uh, what took, I was making a mould using a material called alginate, right. which is that stuff that dentists use yeah, for yeah, your, yeah. when they do your teeth. And um, that's in liquid form, but it, it does um, set very quickly. <laughs> the idea was to, you know, make this cast and then from it make a mould. Right, of yeah. Course, yeah. You know, I'm on the kitchen floor with my knees behind me, and it just, I poured it in, and it all went past me nuts into my face. <laughs> so it was a disaster. It was great. <laughs> so you're there just there on your own doing this in the kitchen? Oh, my God, yeah. I was, I, I was too shy. To, I, waited till, I waited till my missus and son had gone out. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God they didn't come home early, and they're like, what the hell is going on here? Oh, that could have been a, that could have been yeah, <laughs> that could have been rather interesting. Right. So obviously, attempt number one wasn't a huge success, but you learned a lot from it. Then how did how did uh, what happened then? Uh, well, it just gets more daft, I'm afraid. Um, <laughs> the, 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 I was at a bus stop in Finsbury Park, and I was waiting for this bus, and it was taking ages to come. And there was a there was a woman there. Uh, you know, you just get talking. Yeah. And. Um, she was asking me, you know, you know, what you're up to, and I told her. I told her exactly what I'd done. <laughs> I don't mind, you know. And she said she'd help me. And um, and it, this chocolate that you've got in your hand now is her anus. What? Yeah, uh, it really, you know, it's, it, I know, it beggars belief. But uh, somehow you... So a random, a random woman at, the, at a bus stop, you'd never met her before? No, I don't know her. <laughs> no. <laughs> just said, how old was she? Like, what, what, around what age was she? She was younger than me. <laughs> <laughs> and so when you say she helped, uh, did you just go back into the kitchen one day then, or, or what happened? Yeah, yeah, we, we made an arrangement, and uh, she, she just happened to be someone who's, I don't know what you would call her, sort of a... An exhibitionist, or brave, or thoughtful—I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I tell you, what, it's a lot easier when you do someone else's. <laughs> I'm sure it is. I mean, I'm I'm looking at them right now. Did she want any royalties, or is there any commission deal, or how does that work? 
No, there wasn't any commission. We had a pint afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> so her first one then, like, did you have the business idea to sell these as chocolates or what was the very first mould used for? Well, the first mould I, I used to make single anuses, l- larger than the ones that, that you can see, yeah. um, maybe about an inch and a half in diameter, and I packaged them individually in silk-lined boxes so that they... Um, they were like small, precious items, if you like. Yeah, they yeah. were made in chocolate. Um, it wasn't as good chocolate as it is now because it was just, um, you know, confectioner's stuff you can buy in supermarkets. Even. Yeah, yeah. So I made them and I did a big exhibition. I filled a shop window um, and it was looking good. And then one day the sun came out and they all melted and they looked <laughs> awful. <laughs> so I, I made them all again in plaster, like... Um, I don't know if you know, my dad used to be a newsagent and he would put window displays of chocolates in and they were all made of plaster. Oh, makes sense, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I remade it all um, in plaster uh, and that's how I started. And then when I was was showing them in my studio, a a different exhibition, and a fella come along who who I'd met in, uh, we'd both been fortunate enough to win, win a prize in an art competition and, you know, I told him what I did. And he said, oh, well, look, I got, I got a website. Let's let's get together. And uh, he's the business mind behind this. Yeah. And still is. And it's when you went from the shop window to the online window, so to speak. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it, yeah. And what were the, those first couple of exhibitions you did, what were the reactions from people seeing them and trying them? Well, in general, people laughed and... Um, I think a lot of people got it in as much as they saw that it wasn't just a suite or an artwork and it wasn't vulgar, you know. Mm. It, it was there for interpretation, but I think a lot of people understood that it, it it was to do with making a bodily part out of a sort of a logical material. And really that, you know, though we don't talk about anuses a great deal, we've all got one, it's sort of, hardly matters where you come from. Yeah, true, yeah. Yeah, so it was only after it was made that we started to legitimise it, if you like, and give it credentials. Because, you know, any artwork, once you've made it, you can then think about what it's about. Yeah. Uh, and we did, and, you know, as as you probably know, if our website online, it gets a little bit wordy about it. Uh, it just starts off with an idea and it develops into something else. Uh, speaking then of developing it into something else, are you going to do any other um, body parts in, in a similar way? Are you going to make any other chocolate parts? Laura, who works here, was just outside the room there and she was wondering, would, are you ever going to make like a chocolate scrotum? Uh, no, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> does she want one? <laughs> she does, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. It might oh, be the closest thing that. she's come to a set in a long time. <laughs> Oh, I was going to say something really disgusting then, but I stopped myself. No, 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 no. no. (laughs) There's a great... Do you know what teabagging is? (laughs) I do, unfortunately. (laughs) Good show. (laughs) Could be a whole new line of business here for us, you know? Oh, my goodness, yeah. I can can see... Okay, I can see it already. (laughs) But the answer is no, because a lot of people have said, why don't you do vaginas or penises? But... um, you know, really, you can get chocolate penises. They're rubbish. Yeah, yeah. 
you know, they, they, they don't look a bit like a penis even, but I just think the idea was, uh, you know, hit the nail on the head and I don't want to stretch it out. <laughs> oh, well, I shouldn't say it like that, should I? <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, God, you couldn't have written that any better. No, 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 neither could I. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have one of your chocolate anuses in my hand right now, and I, and I haven't tried them yet. I said I have a couple of boxes here, I haven't tried them yet. So I, I will do a, a live taste test review now, if that's okay with you. Oh, go for it. Yeah, it smells lovely. Hang on, so my first bite ever of a chocolate anus. Let's see how it goes. Mm. Right. Like, it's an interesting shape to put in your mouth. Yeah, it's unusual, isn't it? Mm. You know, it's kind of like, I don't want to say like a Toblerone, obviously not, but... Oh, the chocolate's well, lovely. Yeah, the chocolate's good. Oh, yeah, fabulous. Well. Yeah, it's good quality stuff. Mmm. So, I did, um... I'm going to do a, a taste test as well around the office as well and get people's reviews, but I think my first time eating a chocolate anus has been quite enjoyable. Good, good. Did you stick your tongue in first or did you just <laughs> punch it? I smelt it first as well and just threw it all in <laughs> and, and just chewed it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you smelt it first. <laughs> you know, never be too careful. <laughs> so, uh, regardless of this one uh, piece of art and piece of product that you have, what other stuff are you up to anyway, in, in general? Oh, I, I, I work in a lot of me, different media. Mm. It's quite difficult to... I mean, I... I, I the best... Well, uh, to put it in a nutshell, I, I do make very big cakes. I make cakes which are shaped like the human figure or different heads. Yeah. Uh, I do heads of dictators. I like to make people like Hitler and Pol Pot, you know. Oh, really? Then you you can cut them open and have a nice soggy brain inside or something. (laughs) You can decapitate Um, Hitler for the crack. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I don't know if it's tasteless or not. I think it's funny. Um, I make films and I make sculptures... um, I like to make sculptures of dead people, friends who've died, and I motorise them, like life-size things. And obviously nobody wants one, so I just seem <laughs> to have this <laughs> studio full of dead mechanical friends. Really. <laughs> well, <laughs> you'd open up some That's, sort of, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, attraction or tour of that, maybe. Now, I would really like to do that, because I've got a lot of quite big s- mechanical sculptures. And... Uh, they would look good together, and I've been looking for somewhere to try and do a retrospective, but not easy to find a big space that's in a, you know, in, in a, a, a populous area. It's yeah, all right yeah, if you yeah. want to go right in the middle of nowhere, but no one visits me. Um, before I let you go, right, um, <clears throat> what, what again, in, in, in your own words, why would you recommend and encourage people to go out and go on to ediblanus.com and buy some of your chocolate uh, anuses? Well, I suppose I'd recommend them for the for the same reason as you said. As you said, you know, they are unusual. It's quite an odd, odd thing to put in your mouth. <laughs> a lot of people think they're funny, which is good enough for me. And they're not particularly expensive. You know, we've kept them really cheap. I, I just say, if, you know, if you've got to try a chocolate anus once in your life. You know, if you, if you buy it for yourself or your mates, they're great presents, even to someone you don't like. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's very true, yeah. You send them to yeah. the arseholes in your life. <laughs> well, it's the 
sort of a strap line almost, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, it's, I don't know. I wouldn't want to talk anybody into doing it. I, I think if you're the sort of person who thinks, well, that's interesting, you'll just do it. Oh, Magnus Irvin from EdibleAnus.com and uh, uh, it's been an absolute pleasure tasting my first chocolate anus with you and thanks a million for coming on the show. Oh, it's, it's a pleasure. I mean, uh, you know, own any time. Brilliant. Thanks very much. All right, Carmack. Cheers. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Cormac Moore. 